welcome to Not My Monkeys. If you're here, it either means that you love circus and you can't wait to hear about all those helpful hints and no-nonsense talk about the art form that you adore, or you have no idea about circus and you want to get a head start seeing as your grandma bought you those Cirque du Soleil tickets for Christmas. Either way, you are in the right place. We're here to hold up the edge of that big top canvas and let you wiggle inside, even though they said there were no tickets left. We'll hold your hand as you walk the tight wire, and we'll even tell you when to duck as you're crossing the juggling hall at convention so that you don't get a tomahawk throw to the temple. We'll be revealing things to you that you didn't even know about this absolutely bonkers and beautiful world. It's circus. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to episode two. You made it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> you are back for more. It must have been adequate. Excellent. <laughs> That's all we can aim for. It is. Um, so this time we are going to focus a little bit more on a specific theme. We are. And this time it's juggling. Juggling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we're particularly excited to play you an interview that we did with juggler Wes Peden. And we also have some fun bits of history Stuff about hoops, bowling <laughs> pins going on for you. So uh, let's, let's get, get on, on with, with the, the episode. episode. So juggling. Juggling. It's the word of the day. It is. It's the theme of the show. Hey, you're a juggler. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I juggle. I dabble in juggling. Dabble. Juggle. And I juggle dabbles sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I juggle and I watch a lot of juggling and I watch a lot of juggling videos and I see a lot of acts and shows as well. Oh, I've also read a lot about it. There's a lot of mm. weird juggling books out there. <laughs> you wouldn't think that people could write juggling down, but they do and they have. <laughs> so, you know. I want to know what that looks like on a page. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you are new to juggling. You're not really into it at all. What kind of what kind of juggling have you seen? I haven't seen loads, actually. Yeah, I think um, the first bit of juggling that I saw that really sticks in my head was an act in a Cirque Eloise show where they had a sort of a mass group passing mm. um, act with clubs. Um, so, like, every performer of a massive cast was all passing on stage, and it was amazing. Um, but in terms of like a full length juggling show, the first one that I saw was Gibbon, which I saw at the Edinburgh Fringe a couple of years ago, uh, which is two performers, Chris and Jose. Um, and that I really loved. That was really funny and really clever. And they had all this like intricate choreography. Mm. Yeah, that was really cool. And I think that's what made me want to go see a lot more juggling. Yeah, that's a good uh, like gateway show for juggling, mm. I think. It's a real easy to watch juggling show. And uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's two guys, bunch of juggling balls, and it's the same kind of uh, like patterns and routines, like repeated enough for people to be like, ah, I can see the complexity and how it evolves. It's mm. very like this is how you would devise a show kind of show yeah, as well, isn't of, it? Yeah, like games and tasks and stuff. Yeah, and like in jokes maybe for people who perform so that they can, there's kind of like a second level to it. So if you are a performer and you go and watch Gibbon, you can be like, ah, that's, that is mm. exactly what that's like. You'll get something out of seeing it, which is really nice. Yeah. yeah, it's very clever. So you, on the other hand, have seen loads and loads of juggling. Yeah, have what maybe, would you say? maybe too much. Too much? Is there no, such thing? No, there's no such thing as too much juggling. <laughs> so what would you say are some of your like top juggling shows? Ones that stand out for me, um, always, for some reason, Gandini's show, Smashed, always comes to mind. Right. That's like an apple juggling show. They like, yeah, it's like a big group show, and they juggle apples and they juggle balls and all sorts as well. But it's kind of um, 
Yeah, it, it builds in a different way to what I would say a normal juggling show or act does. In the, it, the tricks don't get more intense or like difficult. It's really like character driven and it has it has just like a crazy ending which spoiler alert a bunch of things get broken and smashed you can tell the that name, from the title the name of the show <laughs> and like it's really punk and i love that it's just a bit different and it always sticks in my mind um but when it comes to like maybe a show that i think is my one that i enjoy more would be all the fun which okay. is by a company eaeo it's really crazy. It's really cool. It's almost like a, a bunch of jugglers are playing games with an audience on a stage. And mm. I don't want to kind of say what happens because I think that might spoil it if you ever get the chance to see it. But I would definitely, definitely check out all the fun because it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Mm. Sounds interesting. Definitely. A lot of balancing in it, like club balancing oh, and like balancing. passing balancing to other people and stuff and like sharing and competing with that. And it's... Yeah, it's maybe really niche juggling <laughs> skills, but it's, oh, it's, it, I had all the fun watching it. <laughs> oh, you know what else would maybe one of my first ever favourites of juggling shows uh, mm. would be called Between Someone's Sons, which is uh, a Wes and Patrick show. And right. Yeah, it, that's also a really good show to be able to see. I don't know if they perform it anymore, but mm. it's, it's a proper treat, that one. Everything they do on stage is watchable, from having a drink of water to like packing their props away in the box it's all really good juggling and then all the silly bits in between are still really watchable they don't have any downtime in it and it's yeah it's like an addictive watch that one well funnily enough oh, we yeah. actually got a chance to interview Wes Peden Whoa. um after he'd just done his show Zebra so he is an American juggler who studied at Doc Circus School in Sweden and, and how would you how would you describe a Wes Peden show for anyone who hasn't Ooh, um, seen one before? It's probably, it's going to be high energy usually. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be obviously a really high level of skill in it. You're going to get a variety of props as well because you might have like clubs and balls and rings and then maybe things that like get taped together or using normal everyday objects for juggling. And it's also going to be a bit wacky, like a bit kind of, <laughs> kind of goof bald sort of tricks and it's like a little adventure for someone on stage to like run around and like try out all these things and Mm. there's usually like a really upbeat sort of soundtrack and it's normally unlike zebra they're normally quite colorful and Mm. yeah and sort of fun to watch definitely yeah yeah well so let's have a listen to what he has to say about juggling yes How's hello. That? How's that? Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> we have to pretend that the other things that we recorded, yeah. we didn't do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just walked into the room. So we're going to ask you a few super cool questions. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get to the bottom of this whole juggling thing. Right. Okay. So let's talk about performing, juggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, like, what do you call yourself? What would you say if someone asks you to describe what it is that you do in maybe a word or two? Would you say juggler, director, mm. circus performer? Mm, yeah, I would say I'm a juggler. If they, you know, ask more specifically what I do for a living, I would say it's maybe 75% performance that I do, and then the rest is uh, making videos that I sell and um, uh, teaching a bit as well. And I would like to get more into uh, directing, but we'll see. That's, that's coming up in a few years. I think I want to want to direct some shows. 
but right now mostly performer. Cool. And we were just talking to you about performing for the king and queen of Sweden. Mm -hmm. So are there any other career highlights that you know you think are always going to stick with you? Well, um, I think there there's some highlights that kind of feel like bigger from the outside like you know like that for example performing mm -hmm. for the king or queen of sweden or like performing on tv or some for some other big events but for me it's more the first time i do a big show or it's like okay like i've been working on zebra for a super long time like the moment i premiered it and got off stage and everything had worked really stuck in my mind like oh my god like that worked you know working on something by yourself in a room for a long time not being sure and starting to freak out is this anything and then once you do it and people appreciate it and then things work then it, it really feels amazing so I think yeah the first time I performed Zebra the first time I performed the duet show with my friend Patrick called Between Someone's Sons that's a great um, show thanks that's yeah. one of my favorite shows I've ever seen thank you shows. thanks yeah there's another really good Swedish juggler named Patrick Elnit and yeah our second show we really figured out what was special about the things between us and yeah when we first premiered that show and then the first times we performed it at EJC which was there was 5,000 jugglers there and we performed it five times like for about a thousand jugglers each time and it was amazing one of the nicest times of my life so I think that stuck out a lot and then also performing What on Mars our trio show on Broadway wow. was also like really cool place to perform it and also a show that I really believed in and being like I'm not just part of this show someone else has created but people are coming in New York City to see a juggling show that we made how weird is mm. this like these tricks that have made taping clubs together that I made you know in the forest on my own randomly now, <laughs> like you know on this stage in New York City and people are interested it feels uh, yeah really special <laughs> creative challenges are probably really expected in the line of work that uh, that you do mm -hmm. but what are some super hard parts of your work that you didn't realize when you set off were going to be part of what you do I would say everything around the work that's not the actual juggling you know I, I like the like filming and editing the trailers that's one thing that's not the juggling that is uh, part of it but like writing like a good text of like how okay describe your show and mm. you know the sort of juggling I do I try to use juggling to dis to show things that are expressed best through juggling you know mm -hmm. if they were expressed best through text then you should make a play about it or yeah. a poem or something mm. and then now all of a sudden it's like okay use the, now that show that works best through juggling you should actually write it about. Put it back into words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh my God. But then of course, you know, you need to do that somehow. But that was something that I'm like, this is really hard. Like, I can tell I'm not doing the best job by the fact that people can read about my work and be like, okay. And then after the show, they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know? And then I'm like, all oh, right, I didn't write that out mm -hmm. so well. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to be possible to write things so that you understand them as well as you do after you've seen them but like that's really been a challenge actually to describe on paper what my ideas are that come out through juggling yeah. it's just got to be enough to get them in the room hasn't it yeah yeah and then exactly. you're like then i'll explain yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> or to to get the funding you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this yeah. is gonna be good i promise your text can just be please trust me just for five minutes and yeah. then watch this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly exactly mm -hmm. 
Uh, so, Wes, what do you think is the most unexpected thing that you've learned through your career? Well, I think, I don't know if it's unexpected or not, but now in the last few years touring a lot, I've gotten used to fixing a lot of things on the go and realizing that no matter how much you rehearse or prepare, something is going to go wrong or not as you expect. You know, the mm -hmm. record player might break or, you know, the ceiling is lower than they said or the lighting is not the same. So being able to calm down a bit and realize that you can't control everything and just be like, okay, I'm going to prepare my best, but not freak out when things aren't as they said they would be. So I think, yeah, through the years, I've been able to relax a bit more about that and also be able to bring myself to focus in kind of chaotic places. Before I was like, oh, I can't work on that. Like I'm, I'm on the bus or I'm in a crowded place. And now there's been so many situations where there's just no option that like, okay, well mm -hmm. now you have to rehearse in your hotel room because there's no other place. Yeah. So I've gotten a bit better at like fixing and rehearsing on the go, I would say. Yeah, that kind of ties into the next question really mm. well because it was what's the hardest part of having a job that takes you to so many places? So you must spend, I don't know, maybe like 50% of your time at your home and then the other half somewhere else completely. Yeah, yeah. That I think the hardest thing about that is not being able to have like a consistent rhythm of like, okay, like, you know, I'm gonna change my diet. I'm gonna start eating more like this. Okay, never mind, because we just need whatever <laughs> they have on the plane. Um, yeah. Stuff like that. Or, you know, now, for example, I don't know how to drive and trying to find places where I can, like, be in the same place for a while to take these lessons. Mm. Or, yeah. And planning for the future can always be a little bit tricky because someone, you know, asked me, like, hey, do you wanna do this show? It's um, in two and a half years. I'm like, I don't know who I'm going to be then or <laughs> yeah. if I want to yeah. do that then. And uh, so you're quite a big part of what we would call like the juggling community or like the circus community. That's people that maybe aren't performers but are just like enthusiasts or like hobbyists of mm. the thing. And do you think that really helps like for maybe sort of linked into your career but also just in general like for your own self-esteem to have like a community that's really into you and really into the stuff that you create? Well, yeah, I mean, I would say that it works um, back and forth because I'm a huge fan of juggling in general. You know, I have some friends that juggle that never watch any other juggling videos. They just kind of do their own thing and get inspired by other stuff. But I am really like inspired by what other jugglers are doing. And I feel when I see some juggling video that I'm like, that's incredible. That gets me so hyped to go make some new tricks. I feel I kind of like owe it back to uh, the juggling world to post some stuff that will hopefully inspire other people or like, here's my work. Thank you for your work. And then that bounces back and forth. So I, I don't feel like that is just like, I'm making great work and thank you guys for all the likes or whatever. I feel <laughs> like, you know, it's back and forth, you know. They really uh, excite me to keep working and I try to do the same. So, yeah, I'm really happy for the community that everyone shares their work. And, yeah, yeah, it's so open. It's yeah. like one of the best. I don't know, sometimes in certain like circles, they really want to keep everything a secret. Mm. I don't know, like magic is a really good example. Yeah, <laughs> You have to pay if you want to learn how, how mm. a guy got that good kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. not in juggling. They'll yeah. just, you know, you can send anyone a message and just be like, how did you do that? And they'll right. be like, honestly, it was like this. And yeah. they'll be really upfront with you mm. about all the stuff, which is great. Yeah.
Yeah, totally. That's cool. Um, and you totally won the top 40. Again, mm. that must be pretty great. Yeah, it's 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 always nice to hear that people like appreciate the the work I do, like um, yeah yeah the the video I made called ice cream that I think was a big reason that people voted for me. You know, I worked on for a few years, and um, I was really happy with their reaction to it because it went through a lot of stages of the editing of it where I was like, this is, this is terrible. Does this even make any sense? Is this just a bunch of random things put together? And when it finally worked and got posted and people were so into it, it was really, yeah, nice to feel that they appreciated it. What do you think the weirdest thing someone said to you after seeing your show? I, I couldn't really think of um, what... Yeah, the weirdest thing someone said, but I remember one show when I was performing with my friend Patrick. We have a five club juggling piece where it's a lot of manipulation and multiplexes and not so much traditional toss, 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 toss stuff. And there was a guy in the front row that kept just yelling to us like, that's not juggling. That's <laughs> not juggling. And it's so distracting. You're like... I when you kind of juggle, it's yeah, like, it's yeah, the worst exactly. thing to say. That's it's not, not like, juggling. Yeah, I was so surprised. And then at the end, there's a part when we do do classic, some tossing stuff. And he's mm -hmm. like, there you go. <laughs> it's so funny. Just like, it's yeah, like, what do you think I'm doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not juggling. Exactly. So, you know, so clear in his mind what it was. I mean, simple life for him. Yeah, <laughs> no, he had a nice black and white not, existence. That is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That was <laughs> his not pass the test, yeah. unfortunately. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's pretty weird for someone to do that during yeah. your show. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite circus you've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I was thinking, I, I have t two answers for that, I think. There's a show called Flack which means puddle oh. in French. Have you guys seen that? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. I haven't, but I've been told to watch it yeah. lots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite shows, the where they take a really sm like small idea. I, I'm doing quotation marks uh -huh. um, with my fingers. Quotation marks over the word small. small. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Small idea, or like a really simple idea, and expand on it into places, yeah, that you couldn't really imagine, and like really well choreographed trips and falls that, uh, it's a great show. It's a little hard to describe, but Flack, really great show um, by two uh, French jugglers and a musician. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite juggling show, and then I was thinking of a more general circus show that had many different disciplines. Um, there's one called Risk Zero by the show, the company uh, Galapiet that is a really really cool like uh, pieces with lots of darts where they throw tons of darts that are all like a, a field in the uh, a field uh, or like a flock okay, <laughs> of yeah, darts yeah, yeah. in the sky that would all come down and spike the floor and crazy things with ping pong balls and like people <laughs> attached by um, every limb by ropes that are flying in the air and really really good show yeah, yeah sounds cool. Zero. Okay, yeah. we'll keep an eye out for that. We'll probably find the details for it as well and link it underneath yeah. this one. So Whoa. if people wanted to find it, hopefully. If we can find it, yeah. you they guys can find, can find it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A great show. Awesome. You know, speaking of great shows, uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know why... Did we put this question in because we were having breakfast at the time? What kind of cereal do you think you'd like to be? What a, I think... I've always thought... That, always, I've always maintained. Yeah, exactly. Since I've said from the beginning, um, that would be I think peanut butter crunch. 
I don't know if you guys know Captain mm. Crunch mm -hmm. cereal. Peanut butter crunch is like the ball version. Because mm -hmm. I love peanut butter, and peanut butter is a bit of an American thing, so that expresses the American side of me. But they're also balls, which I, I juggle. <laughs> balls, so and I'm a guy. Do you <laughs> get it, guys? <laughs> I, kind of I did think everything. you were going to go in a different direction. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I think I would say peanut butter crunch. That's nice. a great answer. Final answer. Unfortunately, probably will get cut out of the show because it has absolutely no what? relevance to oh. anything else. Maybe, maybe. Uh, That's fine. We can put like snippets in. That yeah. could be in the trailer. If you get like a <laughs> uh, like a Patreon, this could be like a bonus question. Exactly, bonus we are question. doing that. Oh, perfect! There you go. All right, guys, here's your bonus question. Yeah, what you heard cereal will all of our interviewees be? <laughs> the burning question. Yeah. If you oh. were gonna get magically turned into some piece of circus equipment, what do you think that you would be? Right, I get that question on the on the daily. Yeah, I think about it a lot. I, do you change your answer each day? I did for a while, but now I, I'm sticking with a, like a balancing peacock feather. Oh, you know, because there's there's Good so answer. they're so beautiful, so relaxed and just graceful, and so like everything that I'm not, I could be <laughs> as a peacock feather. That's yeah, nice. I think that's, 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 I'm sticking to that answer. Yeah, I think that's a really good answer. Thank I you. Think that's way deeper than anybody else has answered that question <laughs> oh, really? as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I took, just like, I I'd be a trapeze because I like trapeze. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ah, that's no, me. Oh, never mind. To. I'm changing my answer to a juggling club. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, yeah. that's, we'll just snip out the <laughs> other God. answer. Oh, good, good. Like, juggler says he wishes to be a juggling club. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because he likes it. also links perfectly yes. to the next question, <laughs> yeah. which is um, for people listening that maybe have never performed or maybe want to one day or are setting off on this kind of journey of wanting to be a circus performer or a juggler, um, do you want to tell them what performing feels like? Yeah, that was, you know, no one's ever asked me that question before. Really? Yeah, and it's really <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's cool and hard to describe because... I think it really depends on the performance you're going out and doing. Like if I'm going out and doing like a three minute thing where I just have like a few hard tricks that I got to nail and then I'm out. I'm so scared just the whole time like okay just don't mess up nail this and everything is going to be fine and you get paid you can pay your rent you'll <laughs> you'll be gone in a few hours it's going to be fine and I'm just freaking out the whole time and then you just get kind of a high and then a sense of relief when you're done. But when I have like a, a longer show, you know, in between like 10 minutes or an hour or something where you get a moment to like feel how the audience is doing and get a chance to relax when you're on stage and know that like, okay, even if this part goes wrong, this part I know will go well. And then overall, everything is going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, it's kind of the... When it's your own show that you're performing, like something that you've made and not just been told to do, it's like the most uh, kind of understood that you can feel in, in my life anyway. I'm like, yeah, this is, I couldn't express myself any better through words anyway. I can express it better through juggling of like who I am and what I believe about how I would like things to look and how I would like things to feel and uh, it's the most you can give of yourself and then when people enjoy that you feel kind of like uh, yeah like accepted and it feels it feels amazing and 
when you've made it for someone else, like I'm composing this, trying to give you something that you will enjoy, it's like you've gotten, you've like made like a gift for someone like by hand and then they open it and they like it, but you know, times <laughs> however many people are in the audience and then they all times liked 500. it. Exactly, and you're like, oh man, this is so great, it all worked out. <laughs> like, uh, you all liked my, my knitted socks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I th think that's the best I can describe it. So what is something that you wish they'd taught you in circus school? Yeah, I I wish um, yeah they had taught a bit more about precisely where to apply for funding. And I know that's a little bit tricky when everyone is from different countries and mm -hmm. maybe going back to different countries afterwards. But I think it would be good if they had like, you know, kind of a, a joke graduation like you're graduated okay just kidding you're still in school for another month because I think once <laughs> you leave then you're like okay what now am what? I gonna do and then you don't have all these people around that you could ask and double check is if there was some way to trick yourself into like okay if I was graduating now what exactly am I gonna do mm. I guess if they had you know the final months like really checking that you had your plan and like what you are gonna do for me it ended up being quite lucky that I did Cirque du Dema, this festival, and then got mm -hmm. booked for some shows in Germany that got me going from the beginning. But I think it's a bit hard to say for, or hard for a school because circus school prepares you for doing circus, but that can be a million different things. And people right. go into such different um, like ways of working. So yeah. I think for me personally, I wish they had shown me a bit more clearly how to apply for funding, but that could also just be me being lazy. That I should have figured <laughs> it out myself. But yeah, it would be great if they had next to the circus school, they had like a producer school <laughs> and they paired you up yeah. for three years. You planned how you're going to work together. Yeah. Then you graduate, you graduate as a team. Off you go. Make, yeah. a, make a show, make a company. Yeah, be yeah. successful. Exactly. That's exactly. a nice idea. Yeah, we need to work with a business school or something. It's pretty tricky to find like producers that kind of know the circus world and aren't right. already working with seven companies. Yeah, it's a small enough world still, isn't it, that there's not actually that many yeah. options. It's yeah. the same with like directors and things. There's so many people now. If you were doing a dance show or even a puppet show, you can be like, I need a, I need a director and a producer that know this field this world, of this yeah. world or else it's just not going to uh, maybe reach as high as it could. Yeah. But it's not like that with circus. Like yeah. Often they're like, oh, well, this person has a lot of experience in dance and contemporary theatre, so... Close they enough, could, right? Close enough, yeah, yeah. come on! Exactly, come yeah, on. yeah. They could do it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we need a few more people to be expert circus things. For sure. Mm -hmm. mm. You know, that's the end of the questions. Oh, And right. it's been, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> cool. So. That sounds... Like a good length. I wish I had like a poem or something prepared. Aww, <laughs> In conclusion. So that was really great to get to talk to Wes about juggling and get an insight into juggling as a performing profession. He did mention that he also made juggling videos. He did. Mm -hmm. Now, when we're going to talk about jug making juggling videos, what we mean mm. is we don't mean like instructional videos. No. Not how to juggle. Not how to juggle stuff. And also not like discussion ones and not promo videos either. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about like art videos. <laughs> We're talking about art. We're talking about <laughs> art for goodness sake. But like, you know, things that you film mm. for the sake of then just presenting to people 
Um, they are. They're, they're their own art form, I think, in yeah. a way. I, I'm trying to think of something to liken them to. Kind of like skate videos? Right, yeah, yeah. So they're just a bunch of tricks, or sometimes like sequences. There might be fun little like parts mm. inside the video as well. You kind of get like some jokes or like just some shots of the location and stuff, resetting the scene. Uh, they're really popular in the juggling community. I think mm. quite a lot of people make them. And even though a lot of them are free, sometimes you can splash out a bit of money and get like an hour long video full of really like crazy tricks and stuff people work on for years. That's always worth it. You know, if you want to have a movie night with your juggling friends. <laughs> yeah, or like Wes sells um, his videos on a USB that's shaped like a juggling club. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Something then, every juggler needs. Then you can just download them all straight and you've got all the videos. Um, so yeah, like we say, Westers make a lot of great ones, um, but there's loads of them out there that you should check out. Things like the Peapot videos, they're really good, or All My Friends Are Scientists. Uh, personally, I, I love much shorter, sweeter kind of videos. Things from like Nita Aura or Sakura Manisto as well, he brings out really good stuff. There's like Ori Roth, he's always making cool things. Raw Arts are a really good company if you want to watch like just any circus, not necessarily juggling, mm. but like well-made videos of stuff it's it's kind of uh what i'm into now um i'm gonna go watch them you should there needs to be more of them as Ooh. well so if you're saying that like oh i can juggle i can twirl a hula hoop you're like well get out there and film it i don't know why you have that accent but you do <laughs> i'm gonna make myself a juggling video and we actually spoke to wes about it so if you want some top tips or some inside information about making and filming juggling videos listen up I'm going to start that answer over. Hey, let me ask you the question again. Yeah. So, Wes, you make loads of really cool videos. All of them are great. <laughs> Every single one. Every single one. Um, but what kind of videos inspire you? Like skate videos or music videos? What do you dig in the visual arts? Yeah, there was one film that really inspired me called Cherry. Um, it's... Uh, this Supreme skateboard film, and um, have you ever seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's what you mean. a lot <laughs> in uh, black and white, and then there'll be some video in video, like squares um, of like really brightly colored um, video that really, yeah, the the style of it really inspired me of this. How do I how do I put it into words? Lots of hand gestures. But <laughs> so you're communicating really well words. through your hand gestures. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I think skate is really similar to juggling that it is kind of tricks and sequences and things that can be linked through the style of the trick or the location or the person mm -hmm. that's doing it. But then also you need to find a way to spice up the whole film so it's not just an hour of like trick, 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 trick if you want to mm -hmm. find some sort of uh, abstract narrative. So in Cherry, I find they do that really well through just like uh, aesthetics and the building of that world of like black and white and color. And then there's another film called Yeah Right by Girl Skateboards. Okay, um, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that, they do a lot of really cool effects of like, um, they I believe they were also the ones that did green screen boards where they painted the boards oh, as cool. green screen. So <laughs> it looks like people are just floating around the city and um, doing like grinds on nothing. And that really <laughs> inspired me to be like, oh yeah, that's like, you know, video effects aren't you know cheating you can be clear really, that you're really using creative an with effect yeah. and then kind of make new work with it so in some of my videos i've done like uh yeah trick editing with the juggling but then composed specific juggling for that editing idea so that mm. really inspired me there 
there's a, a juggling film called Juggle Doll by uh, Sakari Manisto that has some really nice editing ideas and ways of using juggling and video that make use of the medium of video that it's things that wouldn't work on stage that I really appreciate that you're like, oh, you're taking advantage of that. You're just on video. And that's something I try to do a lot when I'm filming is like, okay, how do I make this even better than it could be on stage or make sure it's at the perfect angle so that you see the trick exactly right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you were saying, why put it in a video if it'd be better as like a poem or something? So right. when you're going to make a video, exactly. you might as well make it the best it can look. Yeah, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you'd really like to do in a video? Like, Do you want to maybe film other people's videos or make a different kind of project or something that's the opposite of what you've made before and that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, there is um, a few things I'd still really like to do in video. I, I do really like filming juggling videos. Um, I, <laughs> what was it called? Pearls, this video by Tony Pezzo yeah. that I filmed and edited and had a blast with and I would like to do that more for sure. Is so, that an IJA exclusive video? Um, no, 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 it's, it's not. not. This one was... Um, yeah, you can find it on Tony's YouTube channel Tony's called page. Pearls. Yeah, um, but yeah, actually, I did film some IJ exclusive video for Tony as well. Now I know what you're talking yeah. about. But yeah, I would like to film more. I really feel like it's a fun way to help jugglers like um, bring out like the perfect angle or to be able to be behind the camera and say what's going on because I know so much the pain of filming with the tripod and being like, okay, I got it. And then you go and look like, oh, the ball went out of frame or it was, you know, I could have been a little bit tighter. So I would like mm -hmm. to film more. And I would also like to do some work with uh, 360 cameras, you know, that oh, to cool. film everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy I met in Finland that's doing a project to make like a whole uh, VR circus that you can be in it Whoa. and like climb up to the um, uh, highway and watch what? from there or like <laughs> see from so angles. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I hope to be a part of that and then like design some juggling that's specifically for that sort of experience. Being 360 mm. Exactly. Or like, so cool. you know, if the viewer, you know, I never make juggling. There's some tricks that I make that I'm like, that looks amazing for me. But mm. I, no one will ever see it from the same angle as me. But if yeah, something can feel really good, but that doesn't mean it looks exactly, good. Yeah. exactly. But then if all of a sudden we can have the audience member have the same viewpoint as me, then I'm like, oh, then some of those tricks are actually worth doing because mm. that it, we can make it specifically for that. So yeah, I'm interested yeah. in that too. Hi, this is Wes Peden, and you're listening to the Not My Monkeys podcast. Okay, so as you can probably tell from listening, uh, this episode has got me super hyped about juggling uh, and I've been doing some Googling and I thought I'd just let you guys know about a couple of really cool jugglers from the past that I've been learning about. From the past. From the past. <laughs> so the first one is Francis Brunn, who was a professional juggler from Germany. He was born in 1922 and he took up juggling in 1939. Oh, he's one of the best. One of the best. Oh, he's one of my favourites as well. <laughs> it is said to be that he's one of the best jugglers of the 20th century. Uh, he learned to juggle from his father, and he was the first person to juggle ten rings. Whoa. Apparently. So they say. <laughs> so his most, his most famous trick is called the Brun Finish, which involves he's spinning a ball on a head pedestal, which is like a stick thing on his forehead, and another ball on a mouth stick. And then he's spinning two rings on his leg, two around one arm, and on that same arm, he's spinning a ball on his index finger, and then with his other arm, he's juggling three rings. 
So it's pretty crazy to watch. And if you haven't seen it, I would look it up on YouTube. There's actually a really good video on YouTube at the moment. It's from mm -hmm. Luke Burridge, and he does uh, a video showing you everybody who's ever officially performed this trick. It's got a lot of people in it, and it's just good footage to look at how everyone interprets the trick. And also someone in that video is Lottie Brunn. Did you know Who? that? is <laughs> Francis Brun's sister, who's yeah. also an amazing juggler in her own right. Um, so they moved to the United States and they joined Ringling Bros and they got to perform amongst lots of other people for the president, which is a good claim to fame. Mm -hmm. Very much. So meanwhile, another person I'd like to talk to you about um, is a guy called Ernest Montego, who was also born in Germany in 1936. So as a young kid, he was did dance and ballet, until age 12, he got taken to the cinema by his mum to see a circus film, which is called Truxa. And this film features a brother and sister juggling act, which was, you guessed it, Franci Francis and Lottie Brunn. Ah, so he saw them perform. He saw them in, in the cinema. In a film. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And he was so impressed by them, understandably, that he also decided to be a juggler. And he devoted himself to it. And within a year, he learned to juggle seven rings. Whew. Yep. He toured all over the world, he did a two-year stint in Vegas, and he actually did the same trick that I was talking about earlier, the Brun finish, but he did all of the same things, but then added a giraffe unicycle just Whoa. to make it even more complicated. So that's like a seven-foot uni, basically, that he's doing the same trick on. Yeah. Wow. Now, the interesting thing about him is that actually, after he decided to become this amazing juggler, all because of that film that he saw... Um, his mother reveals that actually all those those heroes in this video were actually his half-brother and sister. What? <laughs> Which is Whoa. pretty insane. Yeah, so juggling genes, apparently. But it's pretty amazing that he saw them in the film, decided to be a juggler, and turns out they're related. If he'd never seen that film, what a crazy what life, have life would have happened. Yeah. Did they ever yeah. meet? They did, actually, uh, but not until 1962. He was visiting Vegas during a stopover from Australia to Germany, and he got to meet Francis Brunn oh, then. Don't, don't know if they liked each other. We don't know. Maybe that's that's between them two, isn't it? That is between them two. None oh. of our business. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's a small world. It's a small world. Small juggling world, and yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's a fun fact. I enjoyed that. Thanks so much for sharing it. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> now go make a juggling <laughs> video <laughs> thanks so much for listening to today's episode we really hope you enjoyed it please do tune in again in a fortnight for the next episode and if you liked it then tell your friends you can give us a like on facebook or follow us on instagram we're called not my monkeys podcast on both please do get in touch and tell us what you liked what you'd like to hear and hook us up with all your cool circus connections um, you can do that either on Facebook and Instagram, or you can email us at notmymonkeyspodcast at gmail.com. You could support us too on Patreon, uh, if you're feeling generous, by donating an amount that you choose every month to help make this podcast possible. Any amount that you can donate makes a huge difference. It helps keep us going. It pays for things like equipment and recording space and various other things needed to make a podcast. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>